Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Knock that fire down, 19. Copy, Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You listen to green. green. You might turn red. This is the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. All right, we're back. Uh, the Green Show, the Cordless Radio Network. You can follow me on Twitter at the Roy Green Show. Emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. I tweeted earlier today, I can think of no other elected head of a national government who would paint fellow citizens with a broad racism brush, except at Justin Trudeau. And that's what he's done. And I would love to speak to the prime minister about that. I'd love to speak to him about the weather, anything. Six of the last seven prime ministers have been on this program. Uh, prime Minister Harper twice in the last week of the federal election. Justin? It's not going to work. I really don't think it'll happen. I'd be surprised. So I, I issued that tweet and then heard back from uh, on Twitter from Chris Alexander. And uh, he is the former immigration minister to Canada and the Harper government after Jason Kenney. And he's running for the leadership of the, of the Conservative Party. He wants to be the leader of the party and then the prime minister of the country as well. See how I've got all this figured out? And uh, I responded on Twitter to uh, the former minister and asked him to, uh, to please call in. And now what have you gone? Now you've gone and moved him on a different line, huh? You guys are trying to messing with me in the studio. They're messing with me. Chris Alexander, the former immigration minister, is with us on The Green Show uh, Mr. Alexander, good to have you with us. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Now, um, you were you were an ambassador for Canada before you became a politician. I remember speaking with you at that time. So, yeah. so, so now you've had the, the experience of being the immigration minister. You've heard all of the insults and the counter-insults that have gone back and forth in, in Parliament. And I just find this issue of racism is being used by our current prime minister in a rather cynical manner. And often because he doesn't have anything else to talk about, another point to make that's salient. Yeah. Um, you tweeted back that it started in 2015. Yes. Talk to us about that. How, I mean, what was it in 2015 that that alerted you to the fact that Mr. Trudeau likes to use the play the race card? Well, I started, you know, I've only connected these dots um, two years later, but I started looking back at the campaign. We didn't run a great one, but they ran um, a dirtier one than I think they have gotten credit for. And then I look back to the period before that, Roy. I mean, 
I'm looking at an interview with Trudeau in McLean's magazine in March of 2015, and he says the following. He says, Chris Alexander, I'm sad to say, the distinguished graduate of McGill, Minister Chris Alexander, was declaring in the House Commons that even Rania's hijab represented an indefensible perversion of Canadian values. Now, she's, he's told the story of Rania, uh, a young Canadian, I think a Quebecer, who had been uh, refused a hearing in court by a judge in Quebec because she was wearing a head covering. That was that judge's decision. That is not the law of Canada. There's been a debate about values and dress in Quebec. Uh, I don't subscribe to the view that we should legislate the way people dress. Uh, and I've never commented on the hijab as a head covering uh, in any negative way. In fact, my wife, when I was in Afghanistan, you mentioned this, uh, who is Danish, out of respect for local culture, wore a hijab there for seven years. So he made this up. And he threw this down in a discussion to people from McGill, my uh, own university, university I'm a graduate of, as he says, and and no one took him to task for it. I mean, I don't think I even noticed it uh, at the time. And then fast forward to, you know, just before the election, when we're having some of these more uh, heated exchanges in Parliament, uh, and I gave an interview to Vice, uh, which, you know, had a lot of things in it, um, none of them particularly controversial, but the immigration minister, uh, sorry, the, my critic who became the minister after me says, it is unacceptable that this minister speaking on behalf of Canadians, quote, would suggest that all women who wear the niqab during citizenship ceremonies are terrorists, unquote. Now, I never said such things. Uh, they put that out as a press release, and then they raised money with it. And this is in June of 2015. And then, of course, they ran a whole campaign on the idea that we were propagating fear and division. Well, right, I actually think that the fear and division began with their attempts to label us and things that they actually made up, invented about us. So they invented it, and their compliant friends in the mainstream media ran the story without checking with you or checking to say whether you'd ever said anything like that. It just became exactly. something that was hung on you by the man who would then become the prime minister of this country. Exactly. And I still get, you know, even in this uh, leadership race, people saying, oh, we like you, but you did the snitch line. Now, we can all debate uh, how the campaign went for us. I don't think uh, we were at our best in social media, in the way we handled announcements and connecting with a lot of audiences. But um, I never used the word snitch in my entire life in an announcement. Uh, and the one, uh, the, the, the uh, event that people are referring to is when we said we were putting money into international networks and into police in Canada to make sure forced marriage wasn't happening in this country and to help countries around the world uh, end it, because it's a UN goal, a shared goal for all of us to end the horrific practice. Let me ask you, let me ask, let me ask you this question, Mr. Alexander. Why do, you, why do you suspect Mr. Trudeau falls back on this issue of race as often that he's, as he appears to? He and, and in fact, the, uh, the Ontario Premier, and I quoted her um, remarks to the uh, 20, I think it was 2020 club or whatever it is, um, about a year and a half ago, and she was immediately challenged by Ujjal Assange, the former federal health minister in the Jean Chrétien government, the former uh, premier 
of, uh, of, of British Columbia, who took her to task for labeling 67% of, of Canadians who had doubts about the how, how well the screening was being done for Syrian refugee claimants. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, Mr. Trudeau and, and certainly Premier Wynne seem to have an... A, I don't want to use the word affection, but they 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 use they use the the racism card as a fallback position and a shutdown argument. Yeah, exactly. I think it's a crutch for them when the going gets too heavy or the waters get too deep. It's a safe place they can go to, and as you say, shut down discussion with them occupying some imaginary high ground. I think there's also a crimson thread in um, all the stories you've described because both McGinty and Wynne. Uh, had as their key strategist, Gerald Butts, who's now the best friend and main man behind Justin Trudeau. And I honestly think, if you look at his Twitter feed, uh, he's the guy who's been thinking this through and actually launching it into the Canadian uh, political arena and into the ether on Twitter and elsewhere from the very beginning. Let me run this past you, because I'm going to be asking um, Raheel Raza about about this quote in a matter of minutes, one of the uh, speakers, one of the, the delegates on Wednesday at uh, Parliament in the Daughters of the Vote um, delegation, and I'm just looking for the name of the person. I want to get this correctly. Uh, Srosh Hassana said, Madam Speaker, Islamophobia is a heavy word in today's discourse, but it is heaviest for those that are on the receiving end of it. As a Muslim woman of color in a time of overwhelming stigma, I fear being othered, profiled, and killed in a country I call my own. You're the former immigration minister. You want to be the leader of the Conservative Party of Canada, prime minister of this country? How do you respond to, 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 to such a expression of fear that, you know, she's afraid of being killed in Canada? Yeah, well, I, I, I mean, my for being Muslim, chill over me. I didn't, I didn't hear that comment, and I find it um, terribly sad. My heart goes out to anyone who has to, uh, who, who, who's, who's, uh, who's experiencing fear on that level in this country. At the same time, right? I have to say, when I go on Twitter, when I read some of the emails I receive, uh, some of them truly are blood curdling, uh, and people really have a level of hatred to Islam in some cases, to Muslims in some cases, to other religions and, and other players in the world, political and otherwise, in our country, in the United States and elsewhere, at, at, with a, a, a level of vitriol I've never seen before. Mm. Um, and so I'm not, I'm not doubting the sincerity of her emotion. Islamophobia does exist. I lived in a Muslim-majority country for six years. I feel like I understand the religion. I appreciate um, its breadth and depth, its history, its grandeur. Uh, but I know a lot of people don't, and when they see ISIS and beheadings on TV, uh, they have a tough time making the distinction between you know, a great religion and 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 these huge, dangerous terrorist groups that are on the loose. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to end the conversation. I want to talk to you again, though, um, maybe before the vote. But uh, but I I come into contact with a lot of people. And whether it's on social media or it's face-to-face, um, whether it's taking phone calls on the air, I, I talk to a lot of people, and we take on issues that a lot of others have suggested to me may be a little too dicey, a little too um, 
well, dicey, a little too challenging. But I haven't heard, I haven't heard any kind of undertone that would suggest that there is racist attitude toward Muslims or Jews or anyone else, for that matter. People talk about the issue of racism, but they don't do so with a with a um, with a an evident dislike or an evident no. racial component. They they have questions and they want them answered and they want to have debate and discussion, and yeah. that's the way well, it should be. Well, uh, here's what I find: when you engage with people, I've just been doing it on Twitter for a couple of hours. Yeah. Um, and I do it on email. Okay, I got thirty when seconds. With, when you engage with people and get past the anger, there are usually real questions, mm-hmm. uh, and there's usually a serious conversation to be yeah. had, and that's what we should celebrate. Absolutely, in absolutely. There, we're there we're good people. The, 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 we are. We're good but, people. But, we, but but Quebec City was homegrown terrorism, in my view. That's right. Uh, it was a terrible attack. We need to do everything we can to prevent that. To yep. prevent the jihadist attacks we had before that. Uh, to prevent people from yep taking their confusion and anger uh, out in the streets and turning it into violence. It doesn't happen very much, but let's work together to keep this country safe. All right. What's your, uh, what's your website for your campaign? It's chrisalexander.ca. And I know many of your listeners will already have done this, but we're calling on everyone who wants to help us with a new Canada, a bigger agenda for this country, a stronger economy, uh, to join the party and take part. It's, you don't have to vote just for me. It's a preferential ballot. Uh, and we are growing the tent. We are bringing people in. We're generating a lot of interest. Okay. And we appreciate conversations like this. Well, we'll be back to you about uh, coming back on the show. Thanks, Mr. Alexander. Have a good day. Thanks a lot. Chris Alexander, the former Immigration Minister for Canada. When we come back, we'll speak with Rahil Raza. She's the author of Their Jihad, Not My Jihad. And uh, we're going to speak with, uh, with Rahil about the concerns expressed to the delegate, by the delegate um, in Parliament on uh, Wednesday on uh, that she's actually afraid that she could be killed in Canada because she's a woman of color and Muslim. Stay with us.